Fuck it, the mic is on. By the way, a little legal stuff. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely the views of Michael Hall. None of these views reflect any of the views of any company or association that Mr. Hall is affiliated with. So don't try nothing shady. And also, there's a lot of explicit raw content in here. So please be advised. Parental advisory. Enjoy the podcast. Should I running ads on um, Pandora? I'm running ads on Spotify. I'm um, running ads on those things that the the, 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 performer, the performers, every time there's a performer that somebody download their song or play their song on Spotify, there's an ad running for them or on Pandora. There's an ad running for them after that for the festival geo-targeted down here, right? right. So the resources like that, and then um, tapping into um, specific influencers as well, right? So there's a lot more than just saying, hey, I want you to do this, and I want you to help sell tickets, because what they think might just be the simple thing might is not the simple thing, is that we want to tell you what really works, right? You might think that just posting on social media and just running some Facebook ads as this, no, there's a, there's a huge dynamic of things that needs to get done and how you manage it and it, the process of managing it. And you might even have to invest more time than you do a normal client, even though they think it's, I'm throwing my fingers up, quotation, simple, right? Mm. So all that takes a lot of time. And, and honestly, um, as far as the budget-wise, off the top of my head, I, I can't give you a number. Um, but I would definitely say um, at least 30% I'm thinking of the overall budget or probably more, right? Right. That's, um, that's that's very close to the number I came with. And I just want you to know, like I said, the mic is on. Fuck it, the mic is on. I'm with Andre Ice K, so he only going to give me so much advice. And I got two points we're going to have to go back to because your phone was breaking up. But I just want you to know I got some stuff I want to readdress again. But, okay, so you looking at about 30% of the budget and maybe a service fee to go with it? I'm sorry, Peter. Are you looking at like 30% of the budget and maybe some kind of service fee? Like exactly, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And what your average service fee is like, what, $1,000, $1,500? So it's based on the client, right? Right now, our service fees is actually, and when we talked about this earlier, where clients value us and the things that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so our service fee is actually starting about $1,900 at okay. the base. Um, and we're going to, as far as 5000 right? And all depends on the client and what we're doing for them. Some clients have bigger budgets, so we take a percentage of the advertising cost. So what we do is we have a cost for the social media um, management that involves just the, the stuff and the content and the messaging, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But then we also have a percentage of whatever you're spending on your ads as well. So that's how we, 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 we group it. And so are you looking at uh, – are you looking at um, – well, how can I say this? I know you're looking at overall budget, but is this also, do you have like an additional fee for copywriting, an additional fee for design stuff? And like, do you have different fees? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's, that's what I said to you. It's really based on what you're doing for them. Um, And I I, I would outline those things. Um, Like, even though you say you want this, this is what this really entails, right? right? We need to get a graphic designer to do this. I need a photographer to do this. I need this, 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 this. I'm going to be doing this, this, this. And this is the cost overall. So that way they, they could see the big picture, but like, oh, okay. There's different resources needed to be able to accomplish this one simple quotation again, um, job that you think it is. At the end of the day, I want to be able to say, we sold out all your tickets. 
See, right? my thing is, uh, I, my challenge is, man, I don't, I don't see a lot of designers that know. I, I haven't met a lot of designers that understand marketing versus just how to make stuff look pretty and look like a flyer. So I, I see a lot of problems with brand consistency, um, demographic understanding, color theory. Like I don't see the depth of graphic design like I used to. That's the part that's bothering me. So I, I think with that, because I think everybody should play on their strengths, right? Right. Um, in what they're really good at. And that's why it's good to have partners that does certain things, right? Um, so if, if, if it's in the sense of, I'm, a, I'm an amazing graphic designer, right? Mm-hmm. I can make anything look beautiful. Um, you might not want to spend all your time understanding social media or digital marketing in a sense, but having the right partners to, to, to partner up with will make you, make that designer look even stronger, right? So, so example, when, remember that one time I needed, I needed um, a video for a client? Yeah, I was going to bring that up, you. right? And that's, that's... I, I, I tapped into that, right? That's not right. what I do. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I mean, we, yeah, we do some content in the sense of quick content we might, we might need, but I'm not going to go out there and do video um, professionally because that's not what I do. I tap into people that I know that's really good at it and let them do that job. And see, the thing for me is like, I've always, I've had people, I'm like, oh, I could refer him to Andre. Socially Buzz, this is what he does. Because I want to get more into the video, the filmmaking, and getting back into true hardcore designing. Because I miss it. Because that was a, that was an aspect of me being able to be an artist. But, like, I feel like people don't understand. I, I feel like you, Mike Felix, and uh, John Saunders, y'all really need to do a master's course or a, a seminar explaining the value of social media marketing because I don't people I don't think people understand the true metrics of how far it can go. You know, like how you can make additional sales and additional revenue from a festival even when the festival's over because you might have exactly you know tickets. I mean tickets for next year or shirts or merchandise or vendors that were there you might be able to make direct sales for the vendors and they didn't even know they can make money because they thought the festival was over. It's like, nah, even though you paid for the booth, you know, and Mike using a, an amazing term and it made me think about you. Mike was like a, a marketing management uh, percentage or something. He said like that, where basically we're going to make you make additional sales and you ain't even got to pay us because we're going to take a percentage of those sales. So we'll make our money. We'll be good. You're going to make money and we're going to make money. And it was just, the I like way to put it together. Yeah. And so, Not, uh, like I said, it, it was one thing I did. I wanted to jump back to because I, I, I want to get to it in the right way. But it's your 10 year anniversary. You're 20 years in the game. A lot of people know Lex. I do need to get Lex on the phone. But you transition. You went I mean, you went through the gamut. You went from basically street team to and I still you still got to get me deeper into that. So you pretty much introduced texting constituents to the government. You you guys were basically building your own MailChimp before MailChimp came around. Like a couple of things you guys built, you just pretty much got beat to the punch because you didn't have investors or people didn't understand what you were doing. Uh, you guys pretty much built the LinkedIn for black people or black professionals before LinkedIn was even big. You've done a lot of things that have set trends in different ways. How are you tolerating the aspect that you, I know you have about 20 other bigger dreams. We we went through that with uh, Goldman Sachs 10K. 
what's next for you though, man? You've done so much. What's the next thing? <laughs> um, that's, 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 that's a very great question. Um, I think right now, funny enough, the one I'm, a very close friend of mine is asking this question. Yes. Probably a few days ago. Um, and I really had to think about it where I was like, if someone, cause matter of fact, I'll tell you this. So this, this, investment company reached out to us and was, I guess, inquiring about um, acquiring our company, right? Mm-hmm. Um, um, for, for this other marketing company. And I'm like, we're not ready yet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in, 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 in that sense. I'm like, so, so but I want to build it to sell, right? Mm-hmm. Eventually. Okay. Um, so an, or, an exit for can, Socially Buzz is on the table. Is that that's, that's on the mind right now. And like I said, you know, things change, right? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, often, but at, at this current point, yes, we're building it to be able to get to the, to, 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 to be able to sell, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the question was, so my question to myself was like, shit, what would I do next, <laughs> right? I'm like, I really don't know what, I, what, what my next thing would be. I really um, want to know what you're doing because I'm either going to do it with you or make sure I'm not in that <laughs> lane. So, yeah, tell me what you're doing. <laughs> Uh, so it was, it was a good question. I think one of those things is just, just kind of being able to just, cause now I'm so consumed in the business and I'm in it daily and I'm doing it and I'm, I'm just going at it. I'm not in a point before where I used to be able to step out and be like, what's the landscape, right? What's going on around me that I'd be able to, to tap into that will make a lot of sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would, I would love to take like a year off, six mm-hmm. months off and just travel and just, collect my thoughts again right and get back into that state of what do i see the future because that's when I'm, i'll come for my best ideas when i'm able to really see a full landscape of what's out there and how we can utilize um technology I could, I could i could answer your question and give you a whole bunch of different things that's on my mind right now but i honestly to myself don't believe that that's what it is i would just say them because they're the hottest thing right now but that's not what i truly believe right um yeah, yeah. So and I know a lot of people that probably give you an answer. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get into um, this voice thing with Siri or Alexa. <laughs> I mean, stuff like that. But I, I already understand these technologies and it's, they're going to be great for the future. But I still don't believe, I don't believe I would find joy in them yet. I would have to understand and really find something that um, I, I truly believe in and want to spend that next 10 years to bill out. I mean, it's it's interesting to hear that because it's like, you know, I'm basically taking about a 45, 60 day hiatus. I'm kind of working, but I'm not really working. I'm not really taking any meetings. And if it's not something I just really want to do, I'm not really messing with it. I I definitely needed that reset. I was definitely starting to feel burnt out, just tired. You talking about 19 years in the game and at least for the last 12 years, I haven't taken a true two week vacation. Most of my vacations, I ended up still doing work on the vacation. <laughs> so I was thinking about that, and I was like, you know, all right, I'm gonna fuck it. I'm gonna just put the mic on and talk to some of my friends because I want people to understand what entrepreneurs really go through. But like every time I'm talking to one of you guys, I get more inspired. Like, all right, you know, you make an impact. People do realize the stuff you're doing, but you know, you talk about people like we was talking about earlier. You talking about Charles Smart, you know, just a, a brilliant person, you know. To me, I would put, and I'm not even trying to be funny, I would put Charles on the same level as Musk or Gates or Steve Jobs. I think he's just that brilliant. Plus, he's a he's a humble guy, and he's charismatic. You know, he's just a great friend. 
But I mean, I don't know what's next, brother. Like, you know, we talk about stuff and I'm in the same position you are. Like, I, I definitely think we need a more centralized place to meet up. So I'm hoping Junction tapes off and we have places where we can convene at and just chill and work and collaborate. But I feel like something's missing. And I don't know. I wish I could fulfill what it is that's missing. I don't know what it is, but I feel like something's missing. Um, and, and the great thing, the great, the great part about this is that you're still young, regardless of right. <laughs> what everyone say. We're, we're, we're still young, right? Right. Um, so I, I still think that there's a lot of opportunities to be able to really find yourself and then come back and really be impactful in what you want to do. And a lot of times, I, I even had this speech at my 10-year anniversary um, party right, where I said, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, my goal was I want to make a billion dollars, right? I want to make as much money as possible. But as I grow, as I mature, as I learn, as I have kids, <laughs> uh, wife and stuff like that, my my values in life change, right? I no longer want a billion dollars, right? If it comes, awesome, great, right? right. If it comes to the territory, great. But that's not my focus. My focus right now is being able to, how can I positively um, impact as much people as possible, right? What I'm doing, mm-hmm. right? How can I support myself, support my family, support the things that we do and things that we love? And of course, money is great and be able to buy whatever we want, but that's not my big focus right now. It's always how can we really support other people, other businesses? And you probably see me post about this where. Even though I exhibit at all these franchise expo, one of the things I brought to the expo two years ago was, look, I've been coming to these expos for years, and I don't see anything for minorities. I want to change that. Here's a proposal of what you're missing, and here's a proposal of how I'm going to fix it, right? And that was a seminar that, that I put on of how, to, uh, how minorities could use franchising to build generational wealth, right? So we put together this seminar inside of these, these franchise expo that happens across the country, and we say everyone that comes to the session has to come in for free, right? Mm-hmm. Given because we want enough as much people as possible, minorities to come and learn. And I could have said, let's do this thing and let's just slap a bandaid on it and do it, uh, but that's that's not that's not what I want to do. I make sure I got wherever we wherever city we go, I have the best top franchisor there to talk about it. Someone from finance to talk about how to get the money. Someone from legal, how to legalize properly. And then I talk of marketing. Now you got everything. This is how you market your franchise, right? So that's, I find pleasure in doing that, having 100 people sit and listen and get the resources that they need to go start their own franchise or invest in a franchise, right? So stuff like that, right? Being able to do that is really what drives me um, right now. And it it, 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 it it just changed how you look and see and feel. And when you get home at the end of the day, the things that you value, right? So if we were looking at it, a gross income, because I asked somebody else this, like, I think my number is probably 325 to 375. All I want is another, I want a 350Z, a portion, another house. And I would be straight. Like, those are the only yeah. straight up materialistic yeah. things I want. Like, BS material, but other than that, I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, just enough to take care of my household and travel every once in a while. But I, I agree with you. Like somebody else was like, I, you know, I wish you success, and I wish you to make a billion dollars. And like, I wouldn't even want to be a billionaire. I wouldn't even want that kind of pressure. 
<laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you something. Um, I'll pro- I think I'm probably saying this out loud for the for probably the first time. Um, <laughs> um, so when was it? Last year, I said when I got this Tesla. Um, December. Actually, I think I got to pick up the Tesla. Actually, what is probably like a week ago last year this time, right? And in January, I was I lost one of my passwords, right? And I forgot what it was. And you know, you have these password questions that get to reset your password. Right. And my question, I was sitting there on the couch, my wife across from me. And the question was, what is your dream car? <laughs> and you're driving it. <laughs> and it, it says Tesla was the answer. And I just started smiling. And my wife was like, what are you smoking? What are you laughing at? So I'm like, you wouldn't believe what the question is and what the answer is for this thing. I'm like, wow, I need to change this thing now because I actually have that. But is the dream any different though? Is there another <laughs> car you want now? No, I'm I'm, I'm content. That's, that's that's the amazing part, right? See, it's the like funny thing is, a, when I was growing up, my dream car was a, a Lamborghini. Before I knew anything about cars, right? But I've always liked coupes and sports cars. But um, mm-hmm. uh, Yvette, one of my mom's friends. She was a single black woman that was a doctor, stayed by herself, two-story house, and she used to drive the 1987 300 ZX, Nissan 300ZX Turbo. It was gray with the gray interior, right? And you remember Nissan was always ahead of the game, so uh-huh. the whole dashboard's digital. Uh, she had the automatic version, though. Dashboard is digital. The car talked to you, all that stuff. It had all the sensors on it, and I, I bought one. Uh, my mom found one for me and I bought it for like $3,500. So like now I want basically the, the, the sun version of it. So I want like a 20 year, basically I want a three three seventy Z and I feel like that's the last car I want. And like now when I look at cars, it's more so comfort and transportation. So I get what you mean where your priorities change. Cause I don't want a Lamborghini no more. Cause I know how much they break down and they're not meant to be driven. Like, I like speed, mm-hmm. but I want to be able to drive a car that I can drive every day fast and have fun in it and not worrying about my brakes going out of the transmission or overheating because the car is not meant to be driven that often. So I, do, I get what you're saying, but I'm glad you accomplished your dream. I, I'm I'm still with you on the Tesla. I think it's going to have to wait one more year for me. I don't know. I'm telling no. you right now that Mustang, that electronic Mustang, is, is kicking, <laughs> it's kicking on my nerves right now, bro. It looks good. And it's funny, no, it I'm looking does, at does, your um does. your post from eleven years ago. Uh text party three oh five to eight eight zero eight nine. Uh-huh. And I'm laughing because I'm like, you only had a couple of likes then. It was you and one other me and one other person liked it now, but you were setting trends, my brother, eleven years ago that nobody's even touched. Like Le- I mean, Lex has always been doing this thing, no doubt, but you had the digital trucks and you were doing the stuff with Rick Ross, the stuff you took to the legal side, doing the constituents with the government, doing text text marketing. And like, you've always just kind of been ahead of the game. And but you're very humble. You're very humble. And when you speak, you're very thorough and you don't mind giving up information. I, As you know, this is probably the third time I've called you because. <laughs> I've always been in question when like, am I charging the right amount, Andre? And it's it's always been, you know me, it's always been if the number came back right, it would have been like, Hey brother, I'm I'm finally matching your prices. Call this person. 
I got some clients for you because you've done the same for me. Like Mike, they they actually have a budget worth me calling you about because, like you said, man, people mention it all the yeah. time to me. And as soon as I ask them their number, I'm not going to call you with that number. And I'm like, oh man, I appreciate that. At least you're thinking about me. That's what matters more than anything. But I'm wondering what what happens to us to have a a, a consistent collaboration like that amongst men. You know, like as brothers what do I do better to make sure I'm actually having these conversations with you on a more regular basis? Or do you think the conversations are happening as they should? And it's just been a, I just felt like 2019 was a weird year, man to man. I'm just, um, I just felt like it was a weird year this year. I, I honestly think um, it's it, it just really putting yourself out there. And I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's really kind of really aligning things in, in perspective. Right. And just mm-hmm. like you said, it's saying, Okay, because example, I wouldn't say, "Hey, Mike, you're the only person I know that does videos and uh, photography," right? Right, right. <laughs> exactly. right. So, so I, I, so I have pairs of people. So I have, a, if I have a client that says, "Andre, I have seven fifty I want to spend," I know a great photographer that that will do a hundred photos and probably a few videos for that, right? Mm. Um, still great stuff, but I know you might not. Not might not might not whet your appetite a little bit, right? Right. Or right. maybe it does, right? So I need to know these things, right? So when I get a certain level of a client that needs certain things, then I know who to go to, right? Um, and that's how I have this relationship. And I tell people all the time, like I might have this one one guy, this one um, photographer that does this great thing at this price, and I don't need to ever try to figure out how to do it because this person does a great job at it, right? And even to certain points where I might say, if the price is so good, right, I, I might not need to tack anything onto it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll just say, hey, here's the business. Take care of it. Especially if I'm already managing the clients. You're paying for my services. Because you're bringing an I'm asset to them at that point. Exactly, right? Yeah. So for me, I'm saying, hey, here's this amazing um, guy that does this amazing thing. Use him, right? Um. And I, and I connect their relationship because there's a lot of times people want to be in the middle of the conversation, which is fine. Sometimes you want to facilitate the conversation between you introducing one person to the next person, which is cool. But it's even better when you're able to say, client, talk to this person because you will not because a few things happen there. One, you completely trust that the person is going to do an amazing job. And two, you trust the person is going to respect your relationship with that client. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, like I say, same thing with with the, the client that we that I introduced you to. Hey, all I did was, hey, did, 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 is it done? How you guys did? Make right. sure you do some extra, some some of these type of shots so I could get them right. That's, mm-hmm. that's all. That's all I, I care about. I, but because I understand and already know that you're going to respect the relationship, right? And you're going to do a great job. And he's right? one of the few that's businesses I, that's still surviving out there. He like his shop is still up. I know I was out there with John Gauzier. He's one of the few people on that strip that's still surviving with a crowd. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're doing great. Matter of fact, I, w- I went to have lunch with them um, last Thursday, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, last Thursday, Wednesday. Doing great. We're going to be rolling on some new stuff as well. Uh, but there's a lot more that could be done, right? right. We're going to probably need another one of those shoots very soon. <laughs> um, we got much but, better yeah. cameras and much better skills these days, so that's dope. How's everything awesome. going with Akaba? Because, I mean, even though that's Jerome's company, you're – and I remember when you guys made that transition, I know that was one of the things that's how I actually met Charles. That's kind of like a pretty much you guys brainchild from a technology side. Like I said, it was the 
to me, it's, that's the black professional LinkedIn exclusive club. How's everything going with that? ICOB is doing good. Um, with Jerome and the things that he's doing, I know he has a big vision for um, ICOB as a brand in general. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of stuff he's being worked on in the back end. Um, so they're they're doing good. I mean, um, definitely should bring get a, grab, grab a call with Jerome as well, um, so he can share some of his his vision for um, ICOB. But there's a lot of lot of opportunities out there for for it for it to really expand and grow into something bigger um, than what it is right now. So, yeah. How did you realize you were going to focus on the franchise side for your social media stuff? Great question. Um, and that's not one of the things that you put in a business plan, right? right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's not one of the things that you I, I didn't put this in the business plan saying, okay, at this, I'm going to start doing this, right? It's, it's, it's by, um, I'll say, opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, presented itself. So okay. this was early on, socially buzz, probably second year in business, I believe. And I got a message on LinkedIn from this guy saying, hey, there's this franchise show coming to Miami Beach. You want some tickets? I'm like, oh, sure. Right? Uh, once again, at this point, I didn't really know what a fr- I mean, I know what a franchise is, but I, was just, I didn't know what it, what, what it is, if right. you get what I'm saying, right? You knew the basis <laughs> of it, but you didn't know the depth of it. Exactly, okay. right? So I know, yeah, McDonald's and stuff like that, but I just didn't know the, the, the intricate of the business and the industry and I get you. all I get those you. other things that comes along. I was like, sure. So my, my wife and I, we went went out to Miami Beach. We drank an energy drink. I was like, all right, let's get into this place. Never been to one before, expo before, so we just didn't know what to expect. We spoke to every single exhibitor mm. in that expo, right? And the last person... In that expo, the last booth in that expo was Golden Cross. And they've been our clients ever since. Right? Mm-hmm. So I always like to share the story to say, if we stopped in row three, we'd have never met them. If Even if we stopped in the last row at the top and just say, F it, everyone is, is not, I mean, talking to us. Let's just leave. You get what I'm saying? So we went through the entire thing and made sure that we spoke with everyone from number one the last number right mm-hmm. so once we did that and they became our clients we kind of start learning more about the industry then um then we got introduced to this guy that owns 50 domino's pizza i remember flying to north carolina well north carolina, north carolina one of those places um where we had to sign the contract in the airport because the social media was so new and the management of social media was so new that they wanted to see who they was working with right mm-hmm. sign that contract flew right back and after that, that's when I started picking up and really understanding this whole social media, this whole franchising thing. Then in the same year, I read this article about Jamba Juice doing some stuff. And the, the, the franchisee that owned all the Jamba Juice in South Florida, I, his name was mentioned somewhere. And I Googled and found his number and called him. Right. Mm. <laughs> and then we, we had that contract that hunt, for a long time. That hunt. Yeah. Yeah. That grind. Yeah. Right. Um, so... That's how we really got into the franchise concept. And then from there, we started exhibiting at the franchise expos and just really kind of mastered um, the industry there. I mean, you 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 continue to set trends. I mean, I like uh, some, I, I feel one of the biggest things that has made sense to me is your adaptive skills. Um, 
you've always been very adaptive things. I've never seen you really stay stagnant too long. You seem to almost revise yourself at least every two to three years. Yeah. And a lot, a lot, a lot of times it, it comes, um, not once again, not, not, not because of a business plan, which is great, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but really just being in it and just kind of seeing what are the things that's going to change, how that needs to, how those things need to change, right? Mm-hmm. So before we got into the digital piece of advertising, we were just doing more organic social media. But when we realized that Facebook was really introducing advertising on their platform, we decided how we need to learn this thing and be the best at it, right? So now we started offering um, advertising services as well, right? Because first it was more of the organic, developing the content, posting the social media, reputation management, stuff like that. But now we eventually got into advertising probably, what is it, four or five years ago um, with our clients because they started really expose this advertising thing, right? Um, so as, as those things change, we continue to, we continue to evolve um, with social media. So one thing that I, I think I, I, I was just saying to you recently, where one thing that we see now for next year are things that we look at for our clients, right? So what's the social media shift? Like, I, I'll share this with you. Okay. What I see for next year and, and a little bit beyond, beyond 2020 is people or users, they're investing a lot more time in what we call dark social, right? Mm. And I'll explain it like this. You, you probably have a group of friends that you share a whole bunch of stuff with um, privately, right? Nothing, I'm, I'm, it doesn't have to be oh, anything. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I got about six or six to 10 people. Exactly. Yeah, we got little private exactly. groups that we share stuff with. Yeah, okay. Exactly. You, you might see a funny meme or you might see something cool. And you're like, you hit, so that's dark social. You're, you're sharing things privately. So a lot of people are doing this more and more and more where they, they might like the, the comment or they might sometimes, the, the post or sometimes they might, they might like it or comment on it but they're sharing this private thing between six or five people, right? Mm-hmm. Or seven people or 10 people. So let's say you see a really cool, I don't know, shirt brand. All right, let's, let's, let's forget that, but let's talk about this, 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 this music festival, right? Mm-hmm. So you see, you, you, you see this music festival coming up and be like, oh shit, this person is going to be on it. They share it with your 10 friends. Yo, we should get tickets. Right. So let's all get tickets. You just sold, you just sold 10 tickets for this company. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how do you, how can we position and put our client's brand in those conversations? You know what I'm saying? In those private conversations. So mm. that's what that, 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 that where social media is going beyond the, the big um, networks of being public, but more going into these private conversations, right? So that's going to be a huge deal um, um, this upcoming year. And then even looking at other this, this, um, social media channels like TikTok, um, which is going to be a big deal as well, based on the demographic of users that, that your business needs to attract, right? Um, investing in social listening, really keeping a more closer ear to your brand on social media, right? What are people saying? What are the sentiments, right? When you, when you, if you, I talk about this thing. So Popeyes, right? When they right. release their, their, um, your chicken sandwich, I wrote, I wrote an entire article about this. Already, so I'm not going to go too deep in it, right? Um, where it no, I read your breakdown of that. Your breakdown of how that happened was, that was a, I think your breakdown on social media of how that happened was a good way for people to understand financial impact and financial gain through social media. Exactly, exactly, right? So social listening to be able to say, 
well, we put this thing out and there's a lot, a lot of chatter around it. Let's make sure we bring in the, the, our distributors. Let's so we're bringing our um, local operators. Let's, let's bring conversation because this thing is happening and there's a lot of chatter about it, right? So being able to invest more in social listening. So your standard client, your standard business owner wouldn't is not going to appreciate that, right? Because they're like, but I'm not making no money from it directly. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there's, there's, there's so many things that could be done and should be done for businesses to really excel, but because they can't immediately put a dollar sign on it, they think it's no good and think it's, it's, it's not relevant to them, right? So being able to, to really educate them on the piece of it, and it, 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 it's a lot of hard work, but it's necessary for them to, to grow. So social listening um, is a huge thing. Investing in the right social media channels um, and even stepping outside and go beyond the, the, the new speed of advertising. Start looking at, once again, Spotify to advertise. Start looking at Pandora. Start looking at, um, hmm. even if you're a small business, Focus on networks like Nextdoor. I'm not sure if you know what Nextdoor is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I use it for Ring. So, yeah. That's how I exactly. got on Nextdoor. Yeah. So, it's the next, put your business on Nextdoor. So, you might be able a business that has, what is it, three or five, four thousand people in a community. If you're engaging with those three or four thousand people, those are people that are going to come support you probably once a week. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So, expand your brand into those places. So, there's so many opportunities to look at beyond what everybody talks about. Yes, the Instagram, the Facebook is cool, but there's so many different opportunities in different things, in different places that you need to really expose your your business. And that takes time and a business. And, and like I said, clients, sometimes clients don't understand the things, those 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 details of things that needs to get done, right? No, and mean, then it's two we, or three of them. You just gave me three of them that I didn't even consider. Right? And even the future, right? So we talk about Looking at, and this is going to be a Q, Q, and even though it's being popular right now, but this is really going to catch up Q4 um, going into 21. It's even voice search, right? So, as, as you probably know, I mean, 80% of my house is, is activated by <laughs> um, some type of voice technology, right? All right, all right. Um, so, imagine saying, Alexa, give me a recipe for baking cookies, right? Mm-hmm. And Alexa's saying, okay. I could give you a recipe for baking cookies, but there's a bake shop five miles from you. Do you want to place an order right now or do you need direction? Right? Mm-hmm. Imagine your business is the business that's there. You get what I'm saying? Um, so being able to leverage those things, which, which, which I know is going to be coming very soon. Um, so about positioning. So those are the things that we're, we're doing for our clients. You're positioning them. for the, when those things happen, we're ready for it. Right? Um, and then just, like I said, there's, there's a few more things. <laughs> that's that's out there, but I, I, I won't, nah, I won't bore was, you. Nah, you ain't boring me. That's heavy. I'm over here taking notes. Damn boredom. I'm thinking like, man, I wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking on that level. That's just, I mean, it's so it makes so much sense because you know, as a homeowner, you stay in Ring and and uh, next door, but you you don't think, why am I not actually advertising there, or why am I not putting my clients exactly. there, especially service clients, because you have a whole different. I would say probably a older white female demographic that pretty much runs a lot of the stuff for the household. They stay in those apps. Mm-hmm. Like they live in those apps. So why wouldn't you be in that app? Like what you're saying is, like I said, man, I got some dope friends. I'll just be having game because I don't even look at some stuff like this, but that's crazy. Now that one makes a lot of sense. I mean, and it just, it's powerful and I can see it making a lot of money real fast. 
Exactly, exactly. All right, so those are just some of the things that we look at and I kind of really picture. And that's why, even for our clients, I'm like, if I'm giving you all these things, you have to understand the value that comes in me, man. Right? (laughs) (laughs) See my worth, (laughs) Joker. What's up? (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck you looking at, man? <laughs> I am the Bentley. I drive a Tesla, but I am the Bentley. What is wrong with you? I mean, like, it's not just this cookie cutter thing. I'm like really in it, right? I'm really doing it. I'm really um, thinking about your future as, as, as a client. So it's just really for them to understand and appreciate and value that in itself. Like, so I've never asked gotcha. you this. But I'm wondering, and I'm not insulting you. I'm really asking you this from a deep place. Do you think maybe, I wonder how much more money would you make if your name wasn't so catchy and direct and it was more so a name of a sophisticated agency? Do you think that makes a difference? Because Socially Buzz is so, the name, every Socially Buzz is the dot com most people would be fighting for today. You you, you mean like can all um <laughs> advertising yeah yeah like <laughs> if you were if you were doing the exact same thing but your name was a zimmerman or something like that you know it just wasn't socially buzzed like like, like i say i'm saying it i'm saying it out loud and i mean it the name is the name most people would fight for right now you have the name that most people are like man i wish because i did one for one of my friends and um i was i'm straight up i was thinking about you but I couldn't replicate you and she wanted to do social. I was like, well, I don't know. You, you just loud. I was like, you know what? That should be your brand socially loud. And it worked for her. And then I was like, Oh, damn. Nice, nice, nice. I forgot Andre had socially buzzed, but you still <laughs> set the framework for what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? But I was trying to do, and she, I felt she was loud with her personality, not in an obnoxious way. She was just one of those people. When she came into the room, you know, she demanded the room. So I was like, you're loud. You you grab attention. So let's be socially loud. And it worked. But you have the two keywords as your company name, socially buzz. I'm wondering if your name is just so iconic, it puts you in a position where people look at you in a certain way. No. Um, I, 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 I'll, 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 that might, that, I've always thought about when I develop names and all my friends, Charles, Layton, all my, all my friends would tell you that. I'm really good at coming up with names, right? You are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I go direct. Example, text a party. It says exactly what it does, mm-hmm. right? Text party, right? Um, go mobile media. So that's 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 I've always been that guy. But I wouldn't I wouldn't dis- I wouldn't wouldn't put everything just on the name itself, which is cool. I did. A, there's a lot of groundwork, right? So I'll share something with you. So when I realized that franchising is the thing that I want to focus on as far as client goes. I wrote probably one article every week for three years straight. That dedication. Talking about, about the business and stuff like that. So the, the groundwork with this, I've built the name, the reputation and the name um, with a lot of work, right? So, mm-hmm. I, so I think even now, it's like saying, oh, damn, this is, that's, a, that's the, the cool name says what it does, which, which yeah, it adds a lot of value to it. But it's, you can have an amazing name. And if nobody knows about it, it's just an amazing name that you created, right? Ah, yeah, that, that's a quotable. That's definitely a quotable. <laughs> right? Um, so so the name is cool, but you have to put in the, the, the work to, to get it so people can say it. And that's why companies like Apple and 
um, all these com- Amazon invest billions of dollars into their branding and their name. And, and people always wonder, geez, everybody know McDonald's, right? Mm-hmm. Why do they still spend $500, 500 million a year or whatever that number is on, on marketing, advertising that little M? Like, everybody know what it is, but no, you got to keep on instilling that thing in people's brain. Right. It's right? not about just knowing uh-huh. it. It's about making you want to come back. Exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's, that's a huge part of it. So you... You were, um, I mean, and some people might get offended, but whatever. One of the first in the game with the mobile digital trucks, you definitely did that. The texting campaigns, the text of party, you revolutionized some of the social media marketing strategies. If if you had to think of your next leap of what you, and I don't want you to go into the full business plan, do you think? the deep dive into the dark marketing is going to be your next thing that most people would have been like, man, I should have did that. Is that going to be your next big thing? Definitely. That's, that's definitely on the top of the radar okay. um, to, to figure out how to get into it successfully and be able to present it to, so, so it work. Uh, so that's definitely on the radar as well. And then even like I mentioned before, the, the voice stuff with Alexa and how do we input our branding um, or clients branding in, in those conversations when Bro, if, I, if I say something about marketing to Alexa and I hear your company name, I'm going to be recording myself and running around screaming like I did when I got my first Nintendo. That, that's going to be, that's going to be damn insane. I'm just letting you know that right now. I'm not sure if you heard the news as well. Um, today, Google, Amazon, Google, Amazon, and who else? Google, Amazon, what? There's a third party. Uh, there's the next Google, Amazon, Apple, right? They all all agree to create their their voice um, technologies under one standard. Ooh. So it's now easier for people to be able to um, instead of having Alexa to do this, and you have Google Home to do this, and you have Siri to do this. It'll be all integrated where it all works together, especially when you're having. Because remember. You might, I might have Alexa, but then I might have a bulb from this other company. I might have right, right. Um, my Switch. So, and, and then now you have to, it's, it's just it's just a mess right now, right? I have so much different things. It's just a mess. But now they're trying to put everything on the one because this is going to be a really big industry. And the opportunity is there, as I mentioned, with the being able to, to advertise within those, within those voice searches. There's going to be a great opportunity especially now that they're going to be integrated together, right? They're all building, building on the one standard. So, But Andre, you know now, my, my inner nerd and my little bit of cybersecurity in me, that makes me worry. That's a lot of cross data somehow. A hundred percent. And and that's the responsibility of the company mm-hmm. to, to, to adhere. And, and we all know this, right? I mean, they... they, they 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 do this business and 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 I, and, and I honestly and I honestly believe that majority of these companies I don't I don't think they do it in the sense of saying hey we want to give away your privacy right I don't think that's the thing right because mm-hmm. that would be that would be very evil I think when they build these technologies things happen and might interfere with the privacy of of how, how it works and the data is collected. Right in that sense, but now even social media data—that's one—that's a complete different type of data than having a voice or a camera inside your house, right? 
Um, so the privacy gap is like completely um, on the opposite side, right? Mm-hmm. Social media, cool. You could you could hack into this, my my Instagram and do whatever you want. Cool, I don't care, right? I get a new one or whatever, right? right. But hacking into your your cameras at home or your it, it, it's it's a whole different ball game, and 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 the company that's doing it has to be respectful of that, understanding the different dynamics there. But not only just depending on them to 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 protect your data or protect your privacy, you have to do the thing that's necessary to also protect your data and protect your privacy as well, right? So whether it's um, setting a VPN on certain things, right? So we have a completely separate device that has all the, the technology stuff on it, right? That's not connected to certain wire. You get what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so being able to kind of position and put things in a place that will also help protect yourself. Um, and it's, it, but with anything, anything good that's created, that is going to be created as well, right? And just, that's just the nature of technology. Well, I think I'm going to run with the game what you told me. I, I definitely want to... I definitely want to say thank you for giving me the formula. I'm going with my 30, 30% my fee in the add-ons. I, I think that's a formula I will use. And um, I'm going to have to run some clients because it's a couple of people that I think they're at that level where they're not going to make it to the next level if they don't have somebody like you. I think I'm the person to get them to someone like you, but I'm not you. So it's a couple of people out there that you need to talk to next year. And I need to tell them like, hey, you want to really make it happen? You need to set aside five to ten thousand dollars in service fees and get to that next level. Because you're a lot of people to me are starting to plateau with their businesses, and that's only because they're not putting the right resources in place. Um, that would be one. Yeah. I know, I know, I know the music you like, so I'm not going to ask you that typical question. But I'm trying to gain information from my friends. Do you have a podcast or anything you're watching on Hulu or Netflix that you would suggest to me that I should be watching or listening to? Um, podcast. What I'm listening to currently. Um, no, no. Okay, so I'm gonna give one to you though. Robinhood Daily Snacks. It's the investment platform. Robinhood. They got one called Robinhood Daily Snacks. For someone like us, it's busy. The, The each segment is only about 15 minutes, but they break down. They kind of break down the communication of what's going on with the investments to talk about the business of the investment, not just the IPO. So it's not like that Mad Max, like, oh, it's a bear market. It's actually explained in the business. So check out Robin Hood Daily Snacks. I think you'd appreciate that one. Okay, no, I appreciate I appreciate that. And I'll I, I tell you a little bit about how I, how I, um, I think as well, right? Mm-hmm. Because I believe, honestly, I believe that your brain could hold so much knowledge Right, mm-hmm. it, 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 it can't hold every single knowledge at the forefront of your of your mind every time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's it, it's good to to read, to listen to the podcast. But for me, I like to listen to stuff. Or I like to read stuff. Or I like to whether it's a podcast, whether it's a, um, a TV, whether whether it's a book. I always like to make sure I'm reading that which, that, that aligns with what I'm doing at the moment, right? Um, so I could be the best me or give you the best of me in that particular time, right? Um, that. That's all. Yeah. So, so uh, the vertical has to align. Um, and so right now, I might because I used to listen to podcasts 
um, every day on the, on the drive to the office. Um, used to where listen to a lot of ebooks um, as well, based on where I'm at in life. But right now, I'm 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 a lot more focused on what's happening for 2020, and there's no book or podcast that could tell me what's happening for 2020. Right? I have to do research on what what was what had to happen before, what's happened what happened this year, and kind of predict what's going to happen next year. And um, there might be different resources I could provide, but I have to take what they give because they're just like coming up with what they think as well, right? Um, so I have to take these things and 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 put them in my mind and figure them out, right? So, so I do still know you well enough. I I agree with you. That means I do still know Andre. That's why you'll appreciate yeah. this. They give predictive analysis of things that are happening or should happen, which for me allows me to see the trends of what, what's going to happen with marketing. That's why I think you will appreciate it. And it's, yeah. 15 okay. minutes, it's 15 minutes of your time versus 30 or 45 minutes. It's 15 minutes, daily updates, and it's just Monday through Friday, good hardcore stuff. And I think some of the stuff you told me about, are elements that they mention, and I see this stuff happening awesome. in stocks. But I, I think you would appreciate that one. Oh, good, good. No, no, I def- I'll definitely check it out. Just like I um, think some people will appreciate the conversation me and you having because you just gave us a whole bunch of gems today. <laughs> so, no, I appreciate, I appreciate that. But yeah, so that's that's the right thing. I mean, my 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 mind is a little bit different, and I know everybody probably say that, but I I, th- I think a little bit different, and I don't need to follow the trend of. Oh my God! We have to read one book every day, or hey, we yeah, gotta. Yeah, that's not me, bro. I get you. <laughs> uh, for me, I do it when it's necessary. For me, right now, it's not. I don't. I don't want to listen to. I don't want to read any book about marketing right now or about about some random thing. That's not where I'm at right now. Maybe next year when I want everything is settled, I'll be like, okay, what I want to read about or what I want to listen to, and I mean, but I definitely check out that that podcast. My mind for the past month and for the next 30, 40, 60 days is really focusing on, as I just talked about, voice. How can we get into voice search? So I'm going to be spending a lot of time researching that. Well, I'm just going to spend my time calling you back because a lot of my friends are just geniuses. So my resources are my friends. I got a lot of smart friends. And every time I take the time to do this, if I talk to my friends for more than 15 minutes, I've normally learned something about business. If I haven't learned something about business, I've definitely learned, like, you know, talking about you spending time with your son and I see the pictures you posting with your kids and the time you spend with your wife. I see how you ba- you balance your mental wellness. I know you go home at a certain time these days and I see the stuff you do with your family. So those are the things I also follow. You know, some people need to understand you don't just follow people's business like, hey, this man is happy. He's doing this. This is the car he wanted. This is the life he wanted to live. And that's what you go after. You You hunt after that happiness and not just a dollar amount. Exactly, exactly. Well, man, I, I know mean, you say everyone, everyone is different, man. Some people right now, they might be in their life right now where it's just all about the dollars. I mean, it's fine because I've been there. We've been there, right? Yeah. Um, I, I was so, so chasing I think, money and miserable as hell, but <laughs> I get it. Yeah, everybody's in a different um, different position of their life right now, so everybody values different things. So I would never knock someone. So just being all about the dollars right now, because I, I, I see that I've been there before, so I wouldn't be an hypocrite. But for me, that's not where I'm at right now. I got you. And I I value you so much. I've, I'm going to remove some of the more intimate stuff we shared on Charles Smart earlier in the conversation. I'm going to let him get on the phone and have that conversation with us. But thank you for giving me the awesome. formula and confirming um, 
I know your time. I know what it's worth. Thank you for being a friend. Uh, thanks for always answering the phone when I call you and um, being willing to, you know, reach out and give me some advice. I, I do understand the difference. I, I try to tell people it's the difference when you can talk to your peers and exchange information and value versus you wanting to call me and pick my brain. That's called consulting. You know, I, I, <laughs> but I appreciate you always breaking bread with me, man. And um, look forward to shooting that. Film. But I got something for you. I've been um, researching a lot of stuff Jay-Z did. So I'm going to run some very artistic commercials by you uh, sometime next year. I want to get into voiceovers and music. We're basically almost creating a digital version of what, uh, of what, um, not Calvin Klein, Ralph Lauren. Remember when Ralph Lauren used to do those big spreads with nothing but photos and everything, no words, selling that whole lifestyle to buy Ralph Lauren clothing? I want to, yep, yep. I want to bring that whole thing back where it's just background music and imagery to sell a vision of what I wanted, of what the product is or what the service is. I know a lot of people won't get it, but I think someone like you that knows the mental impact those things have, that's what I want to do, man. Like I want to spend 2020 being an artist again, no matter yeah, how creative. I just, yeah, I just want to be creative. I don't want to, Oh, we're selling this in this service. I want to show that service up close. I want to have abstract photos. I want to have slow motion videos and some dope music in the background and then just put your logo at the end of it. And people just, even if they don't know what it is you do, they either figure it out or they get on the internet and try to find you. And they're like, if if this is what their commercials look like, they service got to be amazing. Yeah. No, I like it. I, I love to see it um, when, you, when, you, when it comes to fruition. I'm going to do that. And, and my, my, my ask of you is to allow me, not at cost, absolutely free, I want to do something artistic like that for socially buzz to get the message across of the services you got. So no words, just me filming you, some of your interactions and some music and some other abstract things to get that message across. If I can make it work for you for what you should, what you're doing for other people, I think that will solidify that I can make it work for the people that we're doing that for. Nice. I'm, I'm game. I, I appreciate that as well. All right. So we'll make that happen. That'll be our goal. That's our first quarter one goal. A one minute video. Uh, or, well, probably a two minute video because I want it long enough to go into the stories. <laughs> Got to think about the marketing of it. If it's, exactly. one, if, it, if it's one minute, it's just going into the post. We needed two minutes to make it into the stories. <laughs> but I know oh, you're man. home, man. I know you're about to spend time with the family. I'm pretty sure that I've burnt my pork that's sitting in the stove because I really planned on talking to you for 15 minutes and you've given me about an hour and a half. So uh, don't send me a bill, but I'm just going to go ahead and turn this fucking microphone off and say thank you for being on this call with me. All right, now I appreciate having you and thinking right. about me, man. All right, man, absolutely. Thanks for taking the call. Um, be blessed and uh, Merry Christmas, my brother. Be good. All right, you too. Thank you. Yep. All right, y'all. That's my call. Fuck it. Let's turn this mic off. I'll holler at y'all.